Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and this week we have Remy Cruz on the podcast. We had way too much fun recording this. I don't know if she just caught me at a hyper time, but we had a freaking blast. I am absolutely obsessed with her. I love her content on YouTube, Instagram. She also has a podcast with her best friend, Alicia, which I'm sure you know and love called Pretty Basic. So we will be chatting with her and having some girl talk with her later in this episode. But first, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. I'm going rogue here. I didn't write anything down this week. I took a full 180 from last week where I had prepped far in advance. This week, nada. I'm looking at nothing. I'm looking just at a dog and sitting in my new chair. Yeah, you heard that right. I got a new chair. Okay, calm down. My best mood this week was product activity. It's not often you get productive when you're kind of cooped up inside, but it happened. And the reason why it was the best mood is because I had so much fun being productive. I got tons of podcast episodes done for you guys. And it was so nice. Not only it obviously being work and me loving working, but just talking to so many different girls, having awesome conversations with them. So obviously you will hear them all eventually, but it was just so nice for me on a personal mood note to just be having amazing conversations with amazing women and being productive in the process I was making YouTube content for you guys and I got a new camera so it was like this new vibe this reinvigorated energy so it was positive productivity because sometimes you can be productive but it doesn't mean it's healthy you know what I mean so this felt healthy it felt good it feels nice kind of getting in a swing of things being super busy and not being too hard on yourself in the process and that's why I say it's important to be healthy and productive because sometimes yes you can get a bunch of stuff done but like maybe you stress out about it too much or you made yourself feel shitty about it so it's nice when you have some positive productivity my worst mood of the week I think I would say is having a short fuse it's very frustrating because it's not like oh I'm getting my period I'm irritable it's like my fuse has just been short and I've done a good job of like being cool calm and collected about it and not which is my favorite three words by the way if you haven't noticed and not really taking it out on anyone Uh, The only person that ever really reaps any of the negative side effects is like maybe my brother because we live together. But it's definitely annoying having a short fuse and then not really taking it out on anyone. And so you just feel all this like pent up like frustration in your own self. And so although I was productive and positive, there's just these like little things that are just like irking me. It's just like genuine like just irkiness. I think it's always a good reminder too that like sometimes just because you're having a short 
confused or maybe you're a little bit more irritable or getting frustrated. Like I was trying to plug a lamp into an outlet for 10 minutes today, which plugging something into an outlet does not take 10 minutes. And I was about to lose my shit. You know what I mean? But those are just like little things of life, right? Like, yes, they're shitty moods, but we don't need to like seek out and put these huge labels on them and be like oh like I'm so irritable I must be getting my period that's the reason these are the symptoms oh I'm feeling like a little frustrated and my chest hurts I must be being anxious like it's sometimes it's okay to just have a small bad mood that yes is not the best and it's freaking annoying and you don't feel grand and dandy but you don't need to like go out of your way to necessarily identify it and make it into something bigger you can just acknowledge that it's happening keep it small and try to keep just like rolling with the punches and like take a breath I think that's really important I found myself even kind of getting irritable or getting frustrated and then being so hard on myself and thinking oh am I I having anxiety like am I getting my period and like sometimes it's not that deep sometimes we are just humans and you cannot be happy all the time you cannot always be in the best mood so that is just this week's reminder to not dig too deep when you don't have to you'll know if you have to hopefully you'll know if you have to especially if you listen to this podcast so this is just your reminder to kind of take a deep breath know that it's okay to sometimes have a short fuse as long as you're not harming anyone in the process and I still can't get that fucking lamp to plug in don't even get me started. Before we jump into mood boosters, I want to talk to you guys about Thrive Market. A few weeks back, I became a Thrive Market member. They're delivering organic and sustainable groceries right to my door. I've gotten my Simple Mills cheddar snacks. I've gotten all my favorite chips that are like on the healthier side. I got my Mary's Gone crackers. Those are my favorite crackers to eat tuna salad with. My brother and I picked out a bunch of stuff for the house and it is just so convenient. I honestly can't imagine shopping for just like snacks. We all always need in the house at the grocery store I only get them at Thrive Market now because it's so easy once you try Thrive Market you'll love it as much as I do as a proud Thrive Market member I get the products I love and my paid membership provides a free one for someone in need like a low-income family teacher veteran or first responder Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values like paleo keto or plant-based delivering the highest quality organic and sustainable essentials from groceries healthy snacks meat and seafood, clean wines, non-toxic cleaning, and bath and body. As a member, I'm saving 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices, and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49, aka my shipping is always free because I am a snack queen. The savings I get on my favorite clean organic products are amazing, but I also feel really good about helping to support communities in need. In addition to membership matching, Thrive Market has raised over $750,000 to date through their COVID-19 relief fund. Go to thrivemarket.com slash mood. Join today and you'll get a free gift of your choosing up to $22 in value. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash mood to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift today. Thrivemarket.com slash mood. This week's mood boosters kind of remind me a little bit of the beginning of quarantine because I'm kind of feeling like I'm back in the quarantine situation, if that makes sense. Like, LA is like not the place to be right now and I don't know if anyone knows this about me but I'm actually immune compromised as fuck 
So as much as like people are trying to like get together and do things, it's like I just don't have the luxury of thinking um, I'll be okay if I get sick. (laughs) So not only is LA just like really bad right now, I don't feel comfortable going anywhere anyway. Not that there's anywhere to go. So my mood boosters have kind of all taken on the quarantine sense again, like FaceTime. Like literally I've spent at least an hour on FaceTime every single day. Is it with my family? Yeah. But do I have any other friends? Barely. Honestly, a huge mood booster for me has been just those really long FaceTime calls, even just texting in my group chat nonstop. I think my girlfriends from home want to kill me because I like probably blow up their phones the most out of anyone in the chat. I just sometimes get like all this pent up energy and I need to release it on someone. And then the other reason it's so similar to the beginning of quarantine is because I literally decided to redo my whole room which you will not hear me shut up about because it is the biggest mood booster I talk about this to you guys all the time I just think it is such a great way to refresh and renew and feel good in your environment and so it was honestly just kind of a spur of the moment-esque thing but it kind of reminded me of the beginning of quarantine when I redid my backyard then I was kind of doing stuff downstairs and I realized it's like I did so much and I gave my own room no love no love at all so I started giving my room some love and I'm excited because then I can kind of like document it for you guys on YouTube and stuff like that see I told you productive I'm feeling it we're having a moment of productivity it's good it's hard to come up with mood boosters when you've really just been working all week on your podcast so maybe you guys are my mood booster I think you are honestly like when you guys really like an episode and you repost it on your stories and stuff this isn't me just like fishing for um engagement which I would love on many levels um (laughs) it really is a mood booster because it just like really fills up my tank it makes me feel like I'm doing something that's meaningful to you guys so thank you and the last mood booster I would honestly say is my iPad but on a different level so Usually I love my iPad for like good notes and being productive and now I have turned into this like researcher. Okay, hear me out. I think I'm smart now because I carry my iPad with me everywhere and I read on it now as well. So not only do I read on my Kindle, now I'm reading more on my iPad just because I'm reading like articles. I'll like download some books on it that are more not like um stories if that makes sense like I'm like learning about things it's like this crazy concept of learning and that knowledge is power and honestly I now am so addicted to my iPad I scroll on Instagram on my iPad like I am full full grandma mode full-on grandma mode I'm like on my Instagram on my iPad I'm switching over to iBooks highlighting some passages switching over to Google Chrome doing a little side research texting my family I was FaceTiming on my iPad like My life the past week has literally just been on my iPad. I also got ready for filming a YouTube video today and I used my Anastasia clear eyebrow gel. And my final mood booster is brought to you by Anastasia Beverly Hills products. Brows are more essential than ever. They're one of the only things I've done and kept up with over this stay at home period. They literally completely redefine your face, whether you're hopping on a phone call or you're hopping on a Zoom meeting or maybe you're FaceTiming like I do. Like you girls still needs to look a little bit together, okay? And there's nothing that elevates me more than brows. They can transform literally your entire look. A well-shaped brow is like holy grail because nothing else looks or feels right on your face when your brow game is not under control. And everybody knows Anastasia Beverly Hills is the number one U.S. brow brand. My favorite is obviously the clear brow gel because I'm an on-the-go gal, all natural, aka I want to look natural, 
but I still use the clear brow gel because it literally is a flexible hold that lasts all day. I love brushing my eyebrows up and it has a flake free formula that locks them in place with a soft and flexible hold that doesn't look crunchy or slick. The hyaluronic acid in it also creates a plumping effect for a natural kind of fuller looking brow if you're someone that maybe isn't as hairy as me. And then when I'm really kind of like doing my makeup, wanting to level up, I use the Brow Wiz. It's my absolute favorite. You can use it to detail your brows, adding extra dimension and natural hair-like strokes. It's the number one U.S. brow product. If you guys haven't tried out those products yet, you absolutely must. They will change your brow game forever. Go to AnastasiaBeverlyHills.com today and use promo code MOOD to get 15% off your first order. That's A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-A beverlyhills.com you'll get 15% off your first order just use promo code mood at checkout okay guys enough about me let's bring out our pretty basic queen remy cruz i'm going to roll our conversation now okay guys i have remy here today i was just telling her how i've been stalking her essentially all over quarantine because I am um, a vlog fan again. So I'm so honored and blessed to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on Mood, Rem. Thank you for having me. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, I have my Barefoot Dreams blanket oh, ready and waiting. Oh my God. I had to get in the mood. I love all your videos. Um, I also just watched your one about getting sober. And I just have to tell you, that's amazing. Seriously. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It was, and so well done, too. So great job. Really? Thank you so much. I was going to ask if we could bring up your, like, not the most recent vlog, but the one before about PC. Oh, yeah, totally. oh, Is that okay? Totally, okay. Right, yeah. Um, I was like, well, if you're bringing up my annoying <laughs> video, if you're bringing up my cringy <laughs> video. <laughs> By the way, once I watched like two vlogs ago, I was so glad I didn't cry in my video because watching you try so hard not to cry in yours, I was like, this is the most endearing, cutest fuck thing I've ever watched in my <laughs> life. Thank God I like held it together. I was like, I'm on the same wavelength as her. Oh, I'm on the my same. God. Honestly, normally I'm not a crier. I'm like not an emotional person, but I had a few glasses of wine and I was turning <laughs> red and I couldn't stop cry- like hysterically sobbing as I was editing it back I was like ew ew ew, ew. <laughs> well because you said that your brother edits your videos sometimes too yeah that part I was like I'm not gonna let him like I don't want to put that on him the poor kid sometimes I'll talk about like whether it's like sex stuff or something he just like leaves the whole clip and he just puts like a text like sorry I can't do this part <laughs> so I totally oh understand. <laughs> my god because I was thinking I was like wow like her brother really knew how to edit it perfectly <laughs> to make her crying part amazing. <laughs> but I want to know, like, besides, obviously, we'll jump into all the details. Like, what is your current mood? Quarantine, obviously, has been going on for forever now. But just what are you feeling right now? I see you have a mood booster on your lap, yes, which is absolutely. your Barefoot Dreams. Yes. So tell me about your current mood and what your mood boosters have been. I mean, um, I would say the current mood changes every day. As of right now, it's been a good day. As of, uh, Currently at this time, I woke up and cried, but I'm in a good <laughs> mood now. It changes within the hour, but honestly, it's been good. I feel like um, in the beginning of quarantine, I started dealing with anxiety, which I never had really dealt with much before. And so that was definitely tricky. And then especially being home, it was hard to just kind of be surrounded by those feelings and not being able to do much so I would randomly be talking to like my boyfriend or my dog and I would just have to like <laughs> stop mid-conversation and just get up and like walk around outside like that's the only thing that kept me sane but since then I've been able to kind of figure out what helps me I've been practicing a lot of grounding too whenever I have some sort of anxiety come on or anything like that and I feel like it's been a lot better I feel like this has kind of become the new norm so I've been able to kind of 
get into a better mood. I'm getting back to work and everything too. So it's been it's been good. Current mood is like relaxed with my barefoot dreams. Yes. Mood boosters, I'd say. Um, I finally started getting back into working out, which helps the mood a bit. <laughs> yes. It's not the easiest to get back into. I'll do like, and doing it at home sucks. I'll I do know. like a half of something and I'm like, that was good enough, <laughs> but it doesn't really help. But I've been trying to do that. Um, I feel like just finding a routine has been like a good mood boosting sort of thing for me whether it's just like waking up and drinking like a matcha or a coffee um tiktok has been great yes and having a routine just for something to feel like i have something to do yeah definitely i mean it's so interesting that you said like you've never really experienced kind of like anxiety type things before too because as someone who always has anxiety going into this, I was like, oh, wow, everyone, welcome to the party. Like, this is what my <laughs> daily life is like. <laughs> anxiety. Like, I can't even imagine, like, not experiencing anxiety ever. And then all of a sudden, like, freaking out and just stuff like that. And so did you, like, how did you even know how to make yourself feel better? Like, how to deal with it as someone who's, like, maybe a little bit more, like, even keeled most of the time? I honestly, I've watched a lot of your videos. I also would talk to like Alicia or Lauren and they have dealt with a lot of anxiety throughout the years. And so I remember the first time I had like a true anxiety attack. I, I had just talked to my best friend about it. Actually, he was telling me that he also gets anxiety a lot and he was saying kind of what it feels like. So I was listening, but I wasn't, I didn't understand. And a few weeks later I was out and I had, this was maybe a few months ago or so, um, I had a major anxiety attack, but I didn't know what it felt like. So I truly thought someone had like roofied me or just like <laughs> drugged me in some way. And I was like telling my boyfriend, I was like, no, something's wrong. He's like, no, no, it's okay. Like, I was like, no, something like I've never felt like I was shaky. I felt like I, the room was spinning and it was just like all these emotions like that just hit you like a truck. And my, I, I didn't know that they all came on so quickly and all at once like that. So it was like almost debilitating where I just had to like sit for like two hours and just like breathe and it, I had to be alone it was so scary and then I called my aunt who often kind of helps me with any sort of like problems that I'm having and she was like she could sense the fear in my voice within and she was saying I know it's really scary but honestly a, a big part of it is just being afraid that it's going to happen again and that's going to bring mm -hmm. it on even more so then that stressed me out even more <laughs> but I've been trying to deal with it I've learned um with Lauren she told me about like um analyzing what's in the room, finding mm. different shapes and colors and things. So I'll try to do that. But honestly, my walks have been helping me a lot just to like clear my brain, clear my mind. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone's anxiety is like so different and everyone thinks of it differently and all that stuff. But it's just so crazy that like as a whole, we've all experienced like some form of it because we're all in like the most crazy, unique situation ever. And I've talked to like a few creators this week too. And it's so funny because everyone was like, yeah, it's like quarantine. You're stuck inside and everyone's chilling. But then you realize, oh my God, I'm stuck inside. I should just be making yeah. more content. Like uh, how am I supposed to be vlogging and all this stuff? And it's like you said, like you're starting to work again. Did you take like a, a small break or anything like that? Or how, how did you like balance? Cause it's like, we work from home, but yeah, I know, you know, I know. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just funny. Everybody's like, oh, like whenever I talk to anyone, like um, I was talking to my agent the other day or uh, my publicist and they're like, oh my God, it's just so crazy to like work from home. And I was like, <laughs> no, I know. I've been doing this for like 15, 10 years, whatever. Did you ever take a break during quarantine or have you just kept it up? I actually bought a house the week that Save Don't even in. get me started. Don't even get me started about your fucking house. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> like, fine. Okay, you brought it up. So crazy that I wasn't even going to bring it up. Like, just, I need to, like, wait. So you bought it right when the stay-at-home order started? Um, I, I started looking um, around, like, mid to late February, and then I signed the papers during that week. And what's so crazy is the day that I officially signed the papers, I had a shoot. And I was on the shoot and everyone was like, oh my God, it's so crazy. And they were like, uh, I was on the shoot and they were like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um, Our brand isn't letting us travel for the next two weeks, just till the end of the month. But like after that, it'll be fine. So everyone like didn't realize how bad it was going to be or how bad it was getting. And so I remember rushing home from the shoot, signing the papers, got the keys the next day and then boom, it kicked in. And so my boyfriend was helping me move in to the house just to like be sweet. Um, But he ended up like, moving in essentially with me we didn't even plan for this so now i had a you didn't we didn't plan we were planning on him moving in honestly like now because he still had an apartment okay and but then obviously he like helped me move in and then it was like a few nights turned into a few weeks and then we were quarantined so then it's just been what like six months five six months together now but it was it was great because I had something to vlog about during quarantine when everyone was like, I don't know what to do. Like, all my vlogs are the same. But at the same time, in the beginning, I think I felt this pressure that I put onto myself to, like, be that form of entertainment for people. Right. Because everyone was home. And then also, like, I wanted to do uh, moving vlogs because those are, like, my favorite to watch. Obviously, they're popular on YouTube. And then my friend convinced me to do daily vlogs. (laughs) So then I put that on myself. And then I was moving along with doing the stress of daily it was too much. So eventually I started to kind of like space it out. I feel like I took usually vlogs for me. Um, I don't take that much of a break just because my breaks will be just clumping them together, you know, like a week long or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like little clips, but main channel, I, I've let that go for a few weeks from time to time. And I, I really don't mind that at all. I think now is totally okay. Especially with like everything going on in the entire world i'm like (laughs) take a break girl yeah for real quick break with a word from uber as people start moving again caution and safety are at the top of everyone's mind we all must have a role to play in trying to help each other stay healthy that's why uber has introduced its door-to-door safety standard which brings together the power of leading experts uber's technology and the shared responsibility between us all one part of the new safety standards uber has implemented is a no mask no ride policy both drivers and riders are required to wear a face covering on every ride uber's technology helps confirm drivers are wearing a face cover or a mask before they start driving riders receive a notification in the app and that the driver has passed the verification process And both riders and drivers can cancel the ride for any reason, including if the other person isn't wearing a face covering. For more information on Uber's no mask, no ride policy, and to learn how they're committed to making safer journeys for everyone, go to uber.com slash safety. Back to the podcast. Was that at least like helpful for you guys like going through this new experience together instead of feeling like trapped together? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I think also also the best thing that uh, we could have done was he has his own office and I have my own office. So if we ever need to just do our own thing we have that we have this space honest to god it's just been great having someone to help me because i i've never moved to a house before there's so much shit to do like the list is endless Endless. i can't even imagine like that is my biggest fear of like you don't have any like when the toilet breaks you don't just call your landlord what the what do you do you adult. Within the first week, the garage. Oh, actually, no, no. When I first moved in, it would, do you remember in March, there was like a spell of just rain for a while, like a couple weeks. Yes. Just, just the rain. world actually so, was ending at that time. Exa- exactly. So 
while also being afraid of that, I moved into the house and I my whole plan for this house was to put like a, an office slash gym into the garage. So when I moved in, I was ready. I, ba- I had an office beforehand. I basically rented a whole other apartment just to have as an office. Very dumb financial decision. <laughs> but good to I, know. Good to know. I had yeah. Don't do it. But I had the, like a whole set of movers come just for the office, and so we opened up the garage to let them put the stuff in, and it was flooded everywhere because this is a new build. They, I'm learning now. There are like little things that go wrong because they can't test it. No one's like lived here before, oh. so basically they built the balcony above the garage wrong. It was flooding from all the rain. So then I had to have them come like multiple times to like fix it. Also, I was scared of obviously COVID. So I'd be like in my kitchen while they're like on the other side of the house. They're in the garage, but still it was just terrifying. I had to get it fixed. Then the garage broke. Then the sink broke. It was like everything just happens. And before I would just call and they'd be within an hour <laughs> up and fixing it in the apartment. And so it, I definitely got a taste of it very early on. Wait, so once you sign the papers then and these things happen, like you're paying for the garage. I'm I'm paying for it. Shit. I think there's like maybe a warranty or something like within a certain like um, insurances. I don't I don't understand it at all. So I was just. Did doing your boyfriend whatever. at least understand it? I didn't even ask. I should have. Now I'm thinking about it. I <laughs> Damn. I need you to like make me a full on list of just everything okay. that you learned so that when I finally buy a house, because do I want to buy a house to live in? Yes. But do I want to buy a house to do an empty house tour in? <laughs> yes. Just go to like house, um, the like uh, listings. I know. Right. But seriously, I mean, like I'm just obsessed with like YouTubers moving into houses and stuff like that. Were you are you from L.A. or no? I'm from Orange County, so, like, super close, but somewhat far. So you always knew that you wanted to settle down in L.A. even without being a vlogger or something like that? Not really, no. Really? I feel like I only came here because, honestly, everyone else was coming here. I left college and then came, but everyone just made it look so fun, going to the Grove and <laughs> Lemonade and Earth Cafe. I was like, I want to do that. Those were the so days. I moved. Oh, my God. That was prime YouTube. That's when the moving vlogs were, like, the L.A. vlogs yes. were the best. So I, I came here um, after doing a year of college and ended up moving. I moved to Marina Del Rey originally, mm-hmm. which was so random because obviously no one's there, but I loved it for the year. And then I ended up moving to downtown. That's where I was for like three and a half, four years. Um, and so I was never like planning on it. And I still think to this day I'm going to raise a family in Orange County. Yeah. It's just close. It's close. But it like right now where I'm at, like in the suburbs, it's it reminds me of it. But I think ultimately I'll move back eventually one day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't even imagine just the idea of where to raise a family in California. It's like terrifying. It's literally I was listening to an older woman's podcast and she was like, yeah, like my uh, my baby was on a waiting list for preschool when he was only in the womb. And I was like, "Okay, what? I'm a child then because I don't understand (laughs) anything like what's going on now I know right like hey I might have kids in California which preschool should I sign up for like it's crazy but I didn't know that I feel like we're like the babies of YouTube still but now there's like the younger generation I mean how has like even like your content like how have you kept up because like we've been on YouTube obviously forever I think for me personally I got super intimidated by like the younger kids and even the TikTokers and like how do you kind of like stay true to yourself but also like grow and keep growing your audience over the years I think I used to get caught up with the idea of like being irrelevant or 
losing followers or not being able to keep up with the trends. And then finally, I realized like it doesn't matter because I'm really happy doing what I do. I'm able to make a living off of what I do. And I that's ultimately the thing, the only thing that matters. So um, I've always said, I, I don't know if you feel this way too, but like being in the lifestyle genre is so great. But at the same time, you feel so lost because you don't really have a niche. Like I wish <laughs> I was a gamer or like a DIY person or whatever it is, because then you like know, people know what to expect. Right. With me, it's like, I filmed the morning routine today. I haven't filmed the morning routine since like <laughs> 2016. I was like, is anyone going to want to watch this? I don't know. But also that's, it's kind of like a catch 22 because I also love being able to do whatever I want. Right. And then with growing and growing up since I started when I was in like high school, I've been able to do the college videos and then the uh, like weight loss videos or whatever like was happening in my life. So once I stopped worrying about the trends and followers and subscribers and all that kind of stuff, I'm able to just do things that make me happy. So that's what I've tried to focus on. It, it's easy to get lost and caught up in everything else happening. But that's what I try to remind myself of every day. I feel like you do such a good job of like your energy is so like contagious. I was telling you before we started recording, it was just like, I felt like, oh, I should work out today because I just watched one of Remy's vlogs and like just your energy is so like, I just feel like you're so like positive and uplifting. And I think that's why your audience is so engaged with you. You just make everything feel so exciting. And Thank do you think you. that oh, you're so welcome? <laughs> do you think that people kind of come to you for that like fitness journey? Because when I when you search your name, I like to always see because obviously like, I know you from like my eyes, but I always like to see if I just search your name, like what would come up. And it really is like your fitness journey. And so, do you, is that something that you now feel like you have to always keep up with and let people in on or be vulnerable? I think that's a really good question. I don't think <laughs> about these things. I think. Um, uh, there's definitely like a little bit of pressure. I think, I think I feel a little bit um, unqualified sometimes to talk about mm. those things too because I'm not a personal um, trainer. I'm not, you know, I don't have any sort of qualifications. Even talking to like Whitney Simmons, uh, she's never had like her full certificate or certificate, whatever it is, done to be like an actual like trainer. So she, I, even she feels that way. So I think. Um, I don't know. It's interesting because I loved sharing my whole journey, whether it was mm -hmm. like what I was eating or food I was making, um, different recipes, what workouts I was doing, just kind of sharing all that. But it's also really hard because I, d I never want to trigger anyone. I never right. want to offend anyone. And um, a big problem that I ran into when making all those videos was I used to be plus size. And I was totally fine with that. And the reason why I decided to make this life journey change was just for me. Um, but by doing that, then I got a lot of, um, I guess, hate from people being telling me that I'm no longer body positive. Or I did this one video talking about how um, all of the comments that I used to get, hate comments, were about my weight and about my appearance. And then as soon as I lost the weight, I was still exact, acting the exact same. Mm. Um, and I was suddenly, the, the overnight, the comments shifted from just being hate about my body to slut shaming. And I, 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 in the video, I literally did a side by side of me doing the splits when I was um, at my heaviest and then doing the splits when in, in that present day. And I was exact doing the, I was doing the fifth harmony work from home choreography, <laughs> like the exact same clip. And all the comments were like completely shifted. Wow. Um, so I just there came there was a lot that came with all of those videos for sure. Um, I think now I've obviously gained weight during quarantine and I have been working out and 
um, eating the best and everything like that. And I think I was really hard on myself. And I talked about in that video how it's been hard, especially um, about six months ago, I was diagnosed with PCOS, which mm. is called polycystic ovary syndrome. I'm still learning a lot about it. I don't my know cousin, my cousin has it, which is so no interesting. Way. Yeah. So my cousin has it. And then I don't have PCOS, but I just get really bad ovarian cysts. So like oh I was God. in the hospital. I Oh, my God. I left VidCon one time. Because I had such a bad ovarian cyst, I had to go to the emergency oh. room. <laughs> like They're it's really painful, right? Yeah, it's so bad. So oh, I always get so it. confused b- between the two. So my thought is like, wait, do you have ovarian cysts or do you have PCOS? But I mean, it's it's there's so like not enough talk about it. I feel yeah, like too. So it, it's it's not a shocker that you don't know about it because there's yeah. so much to learn and it, it can affect so many different women in so many different ways. I mean birth control itself just affects us in different ways i unfortunately have to be on it or else i have cysts the size of lemons and limes oh, in my ovaries the cysts? no way yeah or else i'm in, like in so much pain they i've had cysts <gasps> the size of lemons lemons yeah it's oh. so gnarly so i i was so intrigued by you just sharing about pcos because no one talks about it and it's like mm-hmm. you might not know for a really long time and there's just there's so many things we need to know as women that no one talks about you know oh, completely I feel like I, like I have no problem honestly I used to be a little nervous to talk about certain things but after starting the podcast with Alicia I was like whatever like it, it just feels so natural to do this yeah so that's what kind of changed my mindset and then it kind of carried over to YouTube but I like still don't know a lot about it I try to educate myself as much as I can but I'll even go to, to multiple doctors and they'll all tell me different things. I'll read different forums and articles and things and everything is contradictory. So I have no idea. I literally had two gynos that I saw within a week who both were like basically making me the mediator between their fight of like Shut what of information. I was just so uncomfortable. <gasps> and then I went on birth control. I went on the pill. I think I talked about, I talked about this on the video, but I went on the pill and the doctor was like, oh, let me know in three months if it works or it doesn't. I was like, okay, cool. So I went on the pill. That's when I started to, started experiencing the anxiety, the mm. brain fog. I was having um, just a lot of depressed thoughts and things like that. So I ultimately pinned it on the birth control because that's the only thing that had really changed the factor. And when I called in the doctor, it was another doctor. She was like, oh, well, I mean, I think it's probably just the idea of COVID giving you anxiety. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, maybe, but also uh, this is the only thing that changed. And she's like, I think you should just meditate and get back to me in three more months. I was like, okay. (laughs) Downloaded the Calm app and I tried it. And then three months later, I was like, this is not working. Please help me. Like, I need help. So it's been it's been rough. And there's always like that pressure. I'm sorry. That was a long winded answer um, to like keep up the the content. But I think I've finally come to terms with the idea of like switching the content now from like the weight loss and all those videos encompassing anything to do with just like the health journey to just something else. And I'm kind of in that weird middle ground of like figuring out what the next kind of wave is going to be. Right. But we'll see. No, it definitely, it makes more sense to me too, because when I was doing my quick little search, my reminder search of my podcast guest, I was like, why doesn't she have like workout clothing or like workout bands or something? I was like, what? Like my like beat business mind kicked in where I was like, yeah, what's this bitch doing? Like I need her to do like two for one leggings. Like, let's go. (laughs) Like call me calling Greg Goodfried. Hi. Um, why haven't you? Please do. (laughs) Thank you. I actually started a fitness line though. I did. You did? Love him. I did. Well, I went through like the initial steps and I, I like this was probably two years ago or so and I was like when I was like really into it 
and I um, went through everything. I had like all the designs picked out. I worked with the designer. It was so great. And then um, I had the name, the logo, literally everything. The next step was getting the first like initial samples, mm-hmm. like the tangible samples. And I went in and um, the woman that was in charge of me, like I don't know if she was like the project manager, whatever they're called. Uh, she had gone on maternity leave. So they just gave me someone brand new. And I walked into this meeting expecting to have my samples. And the la- like, she was very sweet, but she was just like new. And you know when like you just feel like you have to kind of establish yourself as like the boss? Yeah. She was like, you know, I love this idea of the fitness. And I wanted to do like the most inclusive sizing I possibly could. Just make it more about like my journey versus just the fitness brand. Right. And so I felt so tied to it, obviously. And the girl was really nice, but she was like, you know, I love this, but we see you wear a lot of Revolve dresses. Do you want to maybe do like some like summer dresses and this and that? And I was just like, oh my God, what's happening? What's <laughs> happening? And I was like so speechless. My manager had to step in and be like, we're going to talk about this. And like, I never, never have I ever done that. And we laughed and she was like, Remy, that was like very rude how you handled it. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I just, I just didn't know what to say. Oh my so, God. Um, we didn't go through with that one, but that's why it never happened. So that's why it's still technically in the works, I assume. Exactly. Because we TBD. got we got a little confused between leggings and summer dresses. Exactly. The classic mix up. Everyone exactly. knows that. That is too <laughs> funny. But I no, I totally get what you're saying though. Like the YouTube realm seems so big, but at the same time you can also really find your niche, but you can also just like float around and float through it. And I think that what you can tell, or at least I can tell from watching your videos, is that what people come back for is not just the vulnerability and like, a, oh, I want the tea way. It's like, no, I, the way you're speaking to me like resonates and it's something I need to hear, whether it's the good stuff or the bad stuff. Like me watching you talk about opening up about being on birth control and PCOS, I wasn't like, oh my God, like I've been on birth control forever. Like, I don't need to hear this. Like, show me something. I was like, this is literally, I was like, I want to help her. I want her to keep me posted. Like, but you know how you almost like want updates, like in a juicy way? But it's like, it wasn't just that. Like, I thought that people thought I was going to upload my sober video just to be like, let me spill the tea. Like, that's why I just like, I didn't want to upload it for so long. Because I was like, I don't want people to think it's like a views grab, you know? Do you think that you uh, starting the podcast with Alicia, like, like, influenced your YouTube content at all? Because I saw you go on someone else's podcast and say that your audience maybe is a little higher up in age on the podcast. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, when we run demos for the podcast, everyone's usually around our age. We did like a few live shows as well. And we were surprised because every other YouTube or meetup we had done was be at like Playlist or VidCon where you yeah. love them, but they're like 12, 15, they're really cute. Or like when you go to the Grove and they come up to you, like, you know, everyone's <laughs> a little bit younger. So that's what we were just kind of assuming. And then when we went on the tour, everyone was about our age or so. Usually everyone was like going to college around the area. And so it was interesting to see just that whole demographic. And I think right off the bat with um, Pretty Basic, we kind of just dove into just so many more things than than we've been um, that we've been scared to talk about on YouTube for sure, whether it was like mental health. Also, just talking with your best friend. It's just like we'll chat for like three hours. She'll come to my house. We'll be chatting for three hours and be like, oh we should record then we just keep talking for another hour and then we keep talking for like three hours after so somewhere in that mix it just feels the same as if we were record right when she gets here or three hours in that kind of feeling and then also it's nice just to have someone to bounce off of so you don't feel like you have to, I don't know how people do solo podcasts 
I don't understand. I don't know how you do it. Like, I feel like I listen to Jackie Schimmel a lot, too. I know I, you're fucking with her. hilarious. Iconic. I don't know how she just sits there and talks. I did one episode while Alicia was busy and I was profusely sweating, just rambling. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. So definitely just like talking and you start to ramble with your best friend. Things come out and you're like, should we edit that? Eh, I guess we'll leave it in. And so once you kind of expose the audience to that then you feel a little bit more comfortable taking it over to youtube or taking mm. it to whatever other platform so it's been good and even just the idea of being more comfortable in front of the camera i'm so used to the and i know you probably are too of just like sitting and being like hey guys welcome back to yeah, the channel yeah, so today yeah. we're going to talk about this <laughs> now it's more just like hey guys today like this is what's going on like it just feels so much more natural so i think i'm so thankful we did this because i never knew it was going to change me in the way that it did you know, it's so funny because I had um, one of my girlfriends, Emma, on earlier this week, and she said, fuck, what'd she say? She said, like, the same thing of, like, I'm so, she said, I'm so glad the trends are becoming so much more natural. She's like, yeah. everything was so posed before, and it's, it's, like, the same on YouTube as it almost is for, like, fashion bloggers. Like, we're all just, like, stripping layers away at this point. I didn't know about that fashion bloggers, but I love that. I feel like for either your sobriety video or my PCOS video, like, it used to be so like pose with like the, the <laughs> tissue or like whatever and then do like the clickbaity title and like that's what was big but I even like posting the PCOS video I had to really take into account I was like okay I could do that but I also just know like performance wise it no one's gonna want to click that anymore which I'm so thankful that that's not the trend now it's just being like simple or even putting like what's actually in the video in the title I'm just being straightforward with that same with the episodes Alicia and I would try and um, title podcast episodes like a YouTube video in the beginning oh, and we we're really? like well it like and it, it was not performing as well as we thought it would and we're like well why not it's like catchy and flashy and we realized like oh people like don't care there's no oh. thumbnail it's so like chill so we've been like experimenting it's been fun to be able to experiment with that but I love hearing that all the different platforms are starting to go to the more vulnerable, natural place. I think that like quarantine probably really enhanced it too because everyone was just like left to themselves and there was nowhere to dress up for. There was nothing to really put on a show for. So we're all just like, hey, like as a unit across all <laughs> platforms, can we all just like scale it back a bit? Yeah, dial it down. Literally, I'm like sweatpants. I've been doing it, guys, for years, <laughs> but I will let you join in on the fun because it is comfy. How long has the podcast with Alicia been now? I think um, in October it'll be two years, like a little over a year and a half now. I feel like that's still so young. Like that's still such I a baby know. podcast. It really is, but I f it's just crazy to see how every person has a podcast now. Like, it's the new YouTube channel thing. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I swear. Every I, day my Instagram feed. I know it seems like I'm late to the game, but I swear I just had it. Um, no no shade to my uh, team, but you guys really made this process take a while, okay? <laughs> oh, same with us. We had to take, like, a three-month hiatus because just really like, contract. Oh, contracts-wise. I've learned having um, a partner with the with the podcast obviously like you all have your own teams mm -hmm. and so things just take so much longer than you would think and I, people don't know that you should talk about that on an episode have you <laughs> talked about it I haven't talked like why it took so long I, I haven't really talked about it just because well maybe I did in like a vlog or something but it is I think that people don't realize like we, we like to be so transparent but I think we don't want to like ruin the magic of like so much behind the scenes because I think that yeah. there's so much work that goes into what we do but if we show too much of the work then it's like now you just lost all the magic dust That's right true. yeah 
But with like, I think people are interested in the business side of stuff. And it is so interesting because I was going to say, like, what is it like deciding to go into business like with your best friend? Like, obviously, I can't relate because I just decided to start a podcast myself. But (laughs) (laughs) I just I'm sorry. Sorry, Claudia. Didn't mean to. That's the safe bet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I was like, Claudia, you do a podcast with Phineas. I'll handle this one on my own with my dogs, <laughs> and I will see you for dinner. But what was it like deciding to go into business together? Um, I mean, well, it was Greg's idea. Who he's literally the one that like forced us to do the podcast. Essentially, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even kidding. We went to dinner with him one night. So I was telling Greg this crazy story that had happened to me with this guy that I was seeing, where I had to like scale a wall to get my phone that I locked in his room. <laughs> but I forgot. It was. It was. <laughs> insane my date like when I was dating it was like I was just such a dumb bitch and I you know when you're like doing the dishes and then it just like hits you of like the fact that you like scaled a wall or like like you did these stupid things you like want to kick yourself in the face anyways so I was telling him this story and Alicia was like jumping in because I was forgetting so many details and it was just like a back and forth kind of thing and then the next day I was on Melrose just like walking around and he calls me and he's like you need to do a podcast with Leisha. I'm going to call your manager. We're doing this. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, okay, I've never listened to a podcast before, but like, sounds good. Shut up. So that's how it, it began. That was like the initial plan. And then Greg was so gung-ho, he like really pushed it. Um, but I remember, it didn't even really dawn on me that it could be maybe not the best idea to do any sort of business with your best friend. I was just so excited to like do something new. And then when we got the initial contract, there was a clause in there. I think maybe even even before my lawyer called me and was like, just want to run this by you. Like, what are we going to do if you guys stop being friends? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, so I, it sad. didn't even cross my mind. But it's a clause in the contract. I don't I actually don't know what happens. But you're like, like, I forgot what the about. clause says. But exactly. there is a is clause something <laughs> there. <laughs> Article two, something, something. So I don't know what happens, but it's just crazy that you have to cover your back with all those things like legality wise and all the the different lawyers involved in the CPAs, all these things just get so jumbled and you had, I had no idea it was a thing. So it's been interesting. Other than that, it's just been like a fun project. It's like more so of the, like a safety net that we've been setting. Right. That we have to worry about. But other than that, it's been a breeze. Yeah. I feel like it's, I don't know why it's so funny that you said you never listened to podcasts before because I feel like your guys' podcast is like fucking huge. So I'm like, I think if you guys <laughs> is just like podcasters, you know what I mean? Like it's Thank crazy. So but does does one per, one of you do more of like the creative and then the other one does posting? Or let me guess, you probably just have like TK or someone do all like this stuff for you, and then you guys yes. are both just sitting pretty, huh? It, <laughs> it was originally um we kind of go back and forth in the beginning oh my god the first like 10 episodes we would plan everything to a t I had literally one episode where I was just I wanted to hit so many things that I like wrote a script <laughs> and then in that after that I was like that was not that was not good we should like, <laughs> do that and never scripted again so ever since then it's kind of changed it used to be like the night before she'd be like hey let's talk about this or I'd be like let's talk about this now we kind of just sit and just let it flow. TK will kind of text us like a few days before, like there's some, here are some options and some topics and then we'll just kind of like shoot the shit and just talk. And it's honestly, I like that you don't have to think about it too much. Yeah. And then it's just like a second nature thing because once it becomes too produced, that's when I really didn't like the episodes. That's so interesting. What's it like now 
that you have a boyfriend and you started initially with the idea of like talking about dating stories and stuff. <laughs> it's been boring. I have really? nothing to talk about. Oh, so boring. I'll talk about like, I just don't like being the girl and I like, it's still newish to the point where I catch myself being like my boyfriend, my boyfriend, <laughs> but I don't want to be like annoying and do that all the time. And Alicia's way more hush hush about her dating life. So now we mostly just talk about like <laughs> normal things going on. And I can't wait for the day when she has like a juicy story she'll tell. Yeah. I mean, uh, quarantine's obviously not helping. We got to like throw her out there, you know, we got to like, be. I know but you got to be like, listen, I'm taken. So you need to be on this, this and this dating app. It's just from a production standpoint. I'm sorry. You got to do some, you got to pull the weight here. If our yeah. like, description says boy drama, then she's got to do it. I mean, you're, or else you're like, all right, I'll start, you know, making fights with my boyfriend at home. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I'll I don't know why. I don't know why, but like when I see your boyfriend, he just like looks like a precious gem of a man. Like he just seems like so <laughs> sweet. Like I don't know him at all. Barely even get a little bit of an ounce of anything in the vlogs. But for some reason, I'm really like into his vibe. I feel like he's like the man for you. How did you guys meet? <laughs> he's going to be so happy. I tell him all this. Um, We met on Hinge, actually. I fucking knew that app was the one. I knew it. I always I tell my friends, I'm like, Hinge is the app. It is every single friend that I have that's made, that has a long-term relationship from an app, all of them have been Hinge. I knew it. it I don't know why. I, it's just like a good luck thing, I guess. But we met, he's from the South, so that's why he's like so nice, like oh. stupid nice. It's so great. <laughs> he's not like a, a mean LA boy. I feel like there were so many douchey LA guys. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I know. I, I don't want to cry anymore. <laughs> Is Cameron from L.A., though? Cameron is from L.A., but I told his mm -hmm. parents, I was like, what? I was like, if I have children here, I just need you guys to also give me the, the manual. So I'm getting the house manual from Remy, and then I yeah. need the kid manual from Cameron's parents because I'm like, how did you raise, like, two humble, normal, like, down-to-earth kids that are, like, really That's nice? Because <laughs> I would have never dated this motherfucker if he was an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, there's no shot. Does sometimes he get a little L.A.? We all do. Didn't quarantine kind of make you want to, like, move to a farm? You're like, I no, I just like moved Bali. into a boss-ass house. <laughs> no, no, I'm good to leave, but I'm more of, like, a tropical kind of feeling. Oh, like, I see. I see. That's so funny. Okay, I need <laughs> to know, like, now I just need to know, like, favorites because I watch your vlogs. I know your current mood, and I know your mood boosters, but, like, I need you to, like, peel back one last layer for me, and I just need to be... But basically, sometimes I just bring people on that I want to be like you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh give God. me your secrets. Like, I need to know what podcast you listen to. I need to know, like, your favorite. I just need some favorite things. Like, they could be things you discovered in quarantine. I First of all, I'm so honored you don't even know. <laughs> Second of all, I listen to The Morning Toast every day. It's yes. been, I started it in quarantine. I'm not kidding. Oh, TK really? would always tell me. Yeah, TK would always tell me. And I'd be like, oh, like, you know, I'm not that into podcasts. And I, like religiously I already listened to the one with the snitch this morning like every day it makes me so happy that you're a toaster because it's just it's a true sign of a like a boss ass bitch like it really just is oh completely I think I like will cackle by myself yes like just yes. listening to them they're so good they honestly like that's my morning routine also um a facial steamer I recently <gasps> started using one of those oh my god it's such a game changer really such a game changer do you pick your I face because like, I pick acne. my face well, I yeah, oh, I fully do. I got like um <laughs> one of those TikTok um suction things. Have you seen those? Really? Apparently, they're awful for your skin, but I love the idea of like 
I'm waiting for Whitehead so I can just like pop it out. I did it on Cal first and then <laughs> me. Thank God I did on him first. <laughs> it, and I bruised his nose. So there we just had purple bridges for like a week. It was oh so bad. my God. So don't do the suction cup thing. But the steamer is amazing. I feel like it's changed my skin so much. Really? Um, other things. What have I been into? That, just like my acne scarring has been, honestly, since I haven't been wearing makeup this much. Yeah. If everything's been able to like subside. But it just makes every product just like seep into your skin so much better. Really? And it just feels like you're doing a spa thing at home when you can't go to the spa. You know, it's interesting because like I was thinking bucks. I was thinking about facial steamers a couple weeks ago because these are the things that keep me up at night, you know? I'm like facial <laughs> steamers. And Absolutely. then you bringing it up, I feel like now I need it. It's a sign. I need a facial so bad you have no idea. I just will not leave my house to get one. Not that we can. Everything's closed. DIY. Do the facial steamer from Amazon. But I okay. want to try Sonia Dakar stuff because of all you guys I see on on um, Instagram talking about Her that. products are amazing. I would definitely recommend Sonia Dakar and Biba. B-I-B-A. Claudia and Phineas mm-hmm. use Biba. They love okay. her stuff. So it's like... It's just like the perfect combination of just really clean and like esthetician developed skincare, you know, like not like Sephora stuff, like very like they use it on their clients kind of thing. Is it like tailored for you or is it just like a line of products? Well, it's really cool that um, Biba, she like really responds to her DMs and emails. So she like completely like tailored everything to me because I couldn't even go in and see her if I wanted to. And like she's just she's amazing she like really helped me start my skin but I've like low-key started acne medicine I know <gasps> I announced it on the podcast today so don't worry oh my god I'm so jealous I one time went to the dermatologist and I was like give it to me and she's yeah. like no I was like give it to me you are literally exactly <laughs> me I was 14 years old and I went into the dermatologist and I said I'm going on Accutane and she was like yes, what and I was like I'm going on Accutane and you're <laughs> writing the prescription <laughs> Like a hundred percent. But seriously, you literally just made my day. Thank you so much for coming on mood. You are literally a mood booster just in a human form. So I hope one day quarantine is over and I can um, hang out with you. I mean, come see your house. I mean, just invite me over. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. Love it. Just (laughs) if you see me in your yard, don't be shocked. No, won't be alarmed. I can can get your address if I honestly pretty easily if I really tried. (laughs) (laughs) just saying I have multiple people that come to mind that I can get it from Greg Greg's assistant Taylor (laughs) it's fine but seriously thank you so much where can everyone follow you and listen to your podcast um you can follow me at Miss Remy Ashton or Rem Life on YouTube and Pretty Basic on for podcasts on for podcasts she is a podcaster people it's on for (laughs) podcast thank you so much Remy thank you